0: All right, let me see what's on my to-do list today. Oh yes, trademark. Let's check that off the list. Today's process is this, trademark as a strategy. Sit back, relax, let's light the lantern. Well, hello there, Rangers, Wade Skalski here, lawyer, entrepreneur, and your guide to the understory. The understory is filled with monsters and bandits. But if you want to start, Grow or pivot from a business, this is the place for you. Admission to the understory is free, but understanding always has a price. Let's light the lantern. What is up, Rangers? For those of you who are in the understory against your will, and those of you who are in the understory on purpose. Wade Skalski here, the understory lawyer. Oh, I am excited to talk to you today. I got a cup of Joe, the garage bunker is this house is clean. The garage bunker is as clean as I can make it. Uh, I spent the entire day doing uh, cleaning the garage bunker yesterday and uh, need to do some circulation theory. So we need to start making some money. Uh, need to up our need to up our cash flow and so there needs to be an open area of energy so that just energy can flow through my house so my house my house is is as organized as I can make it um, now a lot of the stuff from the garage bunker went into the shed and so next weekend I will do the shed and then there will be no energy blockages anywhere in my property um, so that's cool so I feel good it's really nice to come in here and just sit in the garage bunker surrounded by complete organization so um all right so what we're gonna talk about today is when i when i was in the prosecutor's office in 2002 i'm on Day 2001 i think i left in 2002 yeah it would have been 2002 i think i left two or maybe 2003 whatever it doesn't really matter 2002 2001 2002 and I was getting ready to leave because I had an experience that kind of taught me that mm, Maybe I'm not gonna be as such a good fit here. Um, what's crazy if I would have stayed there, I could retire right now. Like I could just get a I could get like a like a pension for I don't know, probably like a hundred grandy, eighty grand a year, hundred grand a year, full medical. And then basically I would I could do what I'm doing now, but I would not be able to do it. Like I would not the person that I would be right now, I'd be living in Phoenix, Arizona. Um, who knows? Who knows what would have happened to me? And, um, and I just would not be the person I am now. I would not be able to say... I wouldn't have had the 10 years, of the decade of darkness. I would not have had the 10 years of the, the decade of searching. I would not have had the 10 years of the... Decade of consumption of content, and uh, just wouldn't be the person I am right now—the the hardcore understory ranger that I am right now—that I can help walk you through the understory, find your place, help you make your place. I should say, you find the under—you have to find the right understory to make your place. Not the other way—not the other way—not the other way around. You don't find your place to make the right understory. Exact opposite, people. You're all doing the exact opposite. Um, but anyway. So, but when I was at the prosecutor's office, I was like, "All right, I got to go start a business." And so I got a booklet, right? There was there was from the ABA or whatever, and it was it had all these checklists in it of like you're going to start a law firm and here's what you do. And I was like, "Oh, okay, cool." So all I had to do is do all these things, and I will be successful. Not not one, not one thing about marketing in there. Not one, and. Um, the thing about marketing is I think what everybody always did as lawyers is they would send out an announcement in the mail to everyone they knew and they would say, I'm doing this type of law, which I always thought was kind of funny because it's like, I'm brand new with this type of law. Like I'm a brand new heart surgeon. Would you like me to work on your heart? <laughs> so, uh, I guess people got clients from it that way because everybody did it, but it's not direct response marketing. So there's really no way you could, well, I guess you could say if you put a little get 5% off, right? Whatever. But, and so like you get it in your mind that you just have all these tactics that you're going to do and you're just this checklist and you check them off and and trademarks is one of them, right? IP is one of them. So if you're going to, if you've got a business and you're going to, you want, you say, I should trademark my thing, right? And 100%, you should trademark your thing for sure. But the question that you have to answer is, are you going to trademark it? Are you going to use trademarks as a tactic or are you going to use your trademark as a strategy? Because if you use it as a tactic, then yeah, great. You'll protect it. It won't be, you know, and it will grow your trademarks um, as your trademark as an asset will grow in direct proportion to your success in the rest of your business. Right. So it, it is it, you just you just check it off the list. You get the trademark and you never think about it ever again. And then you switch your thinking to. All right. Everything else. Um, and you know, that's fine. It's, it's, it's definitely a tactic worth doing for sure. And if you want to do that, then, you know, I can help you do that. No problem. Right. And that's the, that's the least expensive, that's the least expensive way to do a trademark, but you can do, you can do a trademark on legal zoom tactically for like, what is it like $600 or something like that? I'm a lot more expensive than $600 by the way. And the reason why I'm a lot more expensive than $600 is because I do trademarks as a strategy. It's it's a strategy that we employ um, that influences everything else that you do. We close the we figure out what is the universe that we're going to play in? You know, if you want to use the terms of category kings, what is the What is the universe that we're going to make you a category king in that nobody else can touch that you are that you are in there building it? And you are going to attract people to you versus you trying to just get up in there and mix it up with everybody else, right? Um, because your trademark as a tactic protects you, just like it's the same. It's the same thing that everybody else does, right? Like your brand, your trademark. You just you're getting in there and you're getting in the red ocean, and it's just like filled with sharks, and you're all fighting it out. Whereas. When you use your trademark as a strategy, we're creating a category, right? And with big, big attribution and props to Lockhead and all those those, those crazy category pirates, right? And um, and you can do it on any scale that you want. You can do it on big E scale. You can do it on small E scale, or whatever. But the thing is, is that i I look at the I look at your trademark basically as it's like the gutter in the it's like the gutter in the in the um in bowling, right? As long as you keep throwing that bowling ball down the the middle of the lane, you're going to you're going to you're going to get points. But if you go in the if you go outside that lane, you hit the gutter, you don't get any points, right? The trademark is the gutters. It's the it's the boundaries of your universe that you're closing. So for example, my trademark is the understory lawyer, okay? There are two there are two poles in that trademark. There's the lawyer pole. So if I go outside of the kind of the legal area, right, then um, I'm outside my, I'm outside the, I'm in the gutters, right? It's gotta, what I'm doing has to point towards um, the legal side because I, I had to, I had to settle that with myself. I'm like, am I a lawyer or am I not a lawyer? Am I going to be in the lawyer archetype or not? And, for me I really for 20 years I did not want to be a lawyer. I hated I hated the kind of work that I did. I was like I'm not a lawyer, I'm a writer or I'm a creative person or I'm a whatever, right? But I'm not a lawyer. And I had to come to terms with that and be like, "All right, this is what I am. I accept that this is what I am, but I'm going to stretch the archetype. I'm not going to I'm not going to force myself into being the being the the traditional lawyer, because that's just not going to be a method of success for me. It's just not, I'm, I'm competing against other people who are perfectly suited for that. All right. And why would I do that? Right? Like if I was, if I was like four feet, five inches and why would I, and I was a basketball player, why would I say I have to be a center? No, I'm a point guard. Okay. Okay. And that is, I had to. You know, you have these, you, you, like, you have these centers who like they want to secretly be point guards. And there's like Dirk. Everyone's like, well, what about Dirk Nowitzki? Right. Well, you know, how good of, how good of, could, how good of a power forward or center could Dirk Nowitzki have been if he would stop monkeying around with trying to have a handle? Right. And I don't know. There's one Dirk Nowitzki. Okay. There's one. There's one. Um. You know. And if the if the difference between winning and losing is a micron, then we want to we want to place ourselves in the best position to succeed. We want to um, we don't want to we don't want to hamstring ourselves, right? Now you would argue, well, Kirk Nowitzki is a category king of Center who ball. Yeah, that's true. He is the category king of centers second can ball. But there's only one Dirk Nowitzki, and we we operate in this idea that we can be. We can be the exception, that all of us can be the exception. Yes, the way, though, that you get to be the exception is not by creating an idea, an impossible ideal for yourself that you are not suited, that you are not suited to reach. Dirk Nowitzki has a very, I have a very specific skill set. Dirk Nowitzki has a very specific, very specific set of circumstances, which made him Dirk Nowitzki. Part of it was that he was born in a foreign country so that they were like, yeah, go ahead. You're tall. You can do whatever you want. Right? Like he, he was, he was not, uh, he was not formed in the United States where it's like when you're that tall, you're like, no, you're a center or you're a power forward. Right. I think they were just happy to have a tall guy. Right. And it's a dance. It's always a dance. You 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 must, part of part of this whole this whole game is to know thyself. And for example, for me, it's like, all right, so my inherent conscientiousness is a four out of a hundred. All right, that means that uh, ninety six out of other people are more conscientious than me. I always used to compare myself against lawyers who were like like conscientious as level of one hundred. I have a friend who's a partner at like a a mul- of, as like, probably the top firm in the world. Okay, uh, and. We used to be roommates We lived together For a long time And I would always Compare myself against him And I would always Consistently lose In those comparisons Because he probably Has a conscientiousness Of a hundred We are a We are a different Person Like we we could be two, two different types of human beings. He's like homo sapien A and I'm homo sapien B. And so for the longest time, I was so frustrated. And and my other lawyer friends too, is like, why are my other lawyer friends all so much more successful than I am? And the reason is, is because they're all playing the archetypical lawyer game. They're playing the archetypical lawyer game and they're extremely well suited at it. (laughs) But here's one thing I know for sure. If you put them in my game and what I'm doing, they could not do it. They could not publish every day. They could not. They could not put themselves out there as an authentic creative collaborator. Too risky. Too risky. They'd be like, I. I, I you know, they, they would. They're unable to do it because they would burn their whole career because the the the. the The hierarchies that they're in will not accept that. I won't. There's no. The only way that any of those firms would ever hire me is if I had a built business with a standing client base and cash flow that I could say, well, I don't know. I do 3000 clients a year on the category king of intellectual property. Then they're like, yeah, come on over. Right. But they're not. They're going to come at they're going to they would ask me to come over when I was the apex I'm at the apex of my category, not let, they would not let me come in and the beginning is a, as an associate and build to the apex of my category. I would be out in one second. I wouldn't be able to, I wouldn't be able to build the hours. I wouldn't be able to be conscientious enough. I wouldn't be able to play the politics. It just would be no shot for me to be in there like that. And that used to frustrate me because that was as the, that was the only way that I understood that I could be a lawyer. Right, This is the problem that you're having at your job right now. Like you're stuck in your nine to five or you're stuck is is if you're an entrepreneur who's who's stuck in their own business, it's because you can't see another way or you can see another way, but you're afraid to do that. And I understand that fear. One hundred percent. I understand that fear. I lived it for 20 years. I was I was not I was like I was stuck in a really shitty place because I was either I. I was like, I have to go do something else, but I'm afraid to do something else because I spent all this time as a sunk cost of being a lawyer, right? Or, right, um, I'm afraid to try to stretch the archetype of the lawyer. I'm afraid to explore this path and see where it goes because what if nobody will hire me? And then, and then I will not be able to work anywhere because I have violated the archetype, right? I've got I've got a year's worth of podcasts out there where a law firm just has to pull that up and be like, "What is this?" Right? Like, it is it is commitment to burn your uh, um, how shall I say this? It's a it's a commitment to burn your career prospects. <laughs> It's like the politician who's like, yeah, I'm going to do this and I may never get elected again. Um, So I think it's a good thing to do. But anyways, so the point I'm trying to make to you is that... um, you you know, to bring this all the way around is like, I, I am doing what I am. I am doing what I teach. Like, there's no, th- there's, there's no way that you can look at what I'm doing and not be like, oh yeah, Wade actually means that he thinks this works. So for strat for my trademark as a, as a, as a tactic would not be, would not involve a podcast. It would not involve, um, it wouldn't even involve, it, you wouldn't even call it the understory lawyer. Right. Um, you wouldn't call it the understory lawyer because it doesn't have the understory has nothing to do with law and people be like what the what the fuck does that mean right they'd be like what does that mean and then there you have this huge education bridge problem and then there you know and then there's confusion so there it, it actually creates as a tactic you don't want to create confusion with your trademark for your prospective customer as a strategy you want to absolutely create confusion it, it draws you into my world. You're like, what, what is an understory lawyer? And then boom, I got you. You listen to my podcast and then you're in and then we go rule the world together. Understory Rangers. Huzzah. I don't know. I got we gotta come up with like a little cheer. Huzzah. Um, And so that's why you look at the trademark as a, as a strategy, right? Is that it's because remember you can license a trademark, you can, you can sell it, right? Like I'm, I'm, I'm fine with having an exit strategy for people. I'm just not fine with the exit strategy being an end to itself where it's like, I want a billion dollars and I'm just going to do nothing. Like that's, that's a, that's a recipe for disaster. Um, I know billionaires who I don't know them. I should say I know people who know billionaires who tell me that they make their money and then they get bored and then they come back and go into business again for no reason, like for like five thousand dollars a month. Like I'll just do consulting, right? You know, it's like okay, it's like you've got to you've got to you've got to have a plan in place for once you land on the moon, my friend. When, once you're the first astronaut to walk on the moon, then what do you do? So, so any of that. So I want you just to, to think about this. Is like your business if you look at your business as a series of tactical check marks of things to do to build your business then you're in trouble because then you're just competing with everybody else and then you've got things like the wider effect, which I talk about in my book the creative clearing the husband entrepreneur's guide to escape the 9 to 5 you 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 have a wider problem you may make it but you there's a lot more guys don't than do in that scenario. I want everyone to make it. And the only way that I know how how you make it, no matter what, is by picking, is by finding the right understory and making your place. Not trying to find your place and make an understory. What? That doesn't make any sense, wait. I know, it will. So what I want you to do is take out your Ranger Field Journal. If you don't have a Ranger Field Journal, take out a regular journal. If you don't have a regular journal, go get one. You're gonna need one from time to time. But for right now, what I want you to do is take out your unicorn trapper keeper from the fifth grade and just simply write back, write down one, actually I'm gonna write down two questions, three questions. One, do I have a trademark? Two, um, is my trademark tactical or is my trademark strategic? And what does that mean? And just remember, there is no end if you stay in the path to understanding. What is up Rangers? I hope you enjoyed today's process. I certainly did. If you want to get out of my email list, it's very simple. I don't run you through a funnel. I don't have you do smoke signals. I don't have you send me a postcard. Just send me an email at wade at understorylawyer.com. Again, that's wade at understorylawyer.com. Those are my children in the background, Luke and Madeline. I don't have them respond to emails, but I do have them attempt to read all of them and they are three and two. Three and one, five and two, I don't even know how old they are. However way, I'm going to show them all your emails, and if you make the cut, maybe I'll send you something back on how to grow, start, or pivot from a business. I've done it all, and if you achieve all three, you get the triple Lendi. I know what it feels like to be trapped, and I know the way out, and the way out is through the understory. So again, if you want to join my email list, just send me an email at wade at understorylawyer.com. wade at understorylawyer.com.